Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, older and wider. Guess what? Now, you know life can be very hard and often you don't get what you want. But sometimes you put a beg out to the universe and your prayers are answered. And uh, last week or the week before, I, I begged... For a plea was made for a percussive theme tune. And you know that plea has been answered. Hey, uh, we're not talking a drum kit or a pair of colanders or even spoons. Just you listen to this. Just you listen to this. This is our theme. T- this is our theme tune done percussive style. <laughs> can you hear that, Judith? Yes, I can. It's wonderful. We saw the video, didn't we? Oh, the video is wonderful. The, the, the video, yeah, the we video fell in love with him. I know, he had a lovely jaunty straw hat on. He was tap and... dancing. This is tap dancing to our theme tune. Oh, Andrew. oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Andrew. That was Andrew Wright who emailed in. I think that he's a Corrine. I would say that he's a West End Wendy, wouldn't you, Judith? A Corrine? I've never heard. What, what's a Corrine? I've no a idea. A Corrine? A Corrine is somebody from the chorus line who has been in the chorus line. Oh, yes. He, he could be leading man material because, I mean, boy, he can dance. And he had his own tap shoes. And I think he was doing it maybe, would you say, in his utility room? I, I, I'm thinking utility because there, there's the straw basket, which has obviously got a load of you know, crap in it. And because another reason why we love Andrew is that we both <laughs> noticed that in the background there's a big Thornton's chocolate box. Not like a little one. He, he likes Judith, the Thornton's chocolate. I didn't chocolate. notice that. I have to say, didn't I genuinely... No, I was looking at his feet. I wasn't looking around <laughs> seeing where the chocolates were. <laughs> genuinely, no. I now, was. listen, we, we so love that, Andrew. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, yeah. And we might have another musical theme tune for you next week. Fingers crossed. We've got one lined up. We have, um, haven't we? Yes. Just dating. <laughs> <laughs> You've been so brilliant, everybody. Now, you're going to have to be really patient with me this week. And, I mean, Judith knows what's going on. So I'm briefly... Fill you all in. Uh, my mother has fallen to pieces, and anybody who knows me and um, knows June and the family. Oh, oh. I know it's hard, and you're uh, there up, aren't you, with your with your sister? And yeah, well, fortunately, you know, out. I'd be so useless by myself, Judith. I mean, I don't know how we you did would. this as an only child. You've done mm. it. Yeah, but it it is. I mean, it is. It's it's very very hard, and you love her so much. And all you can do is is be there and take it one bit at a time, really. But I'm Jenny, really angry tough. as well. I'm really, really angry with COVID and just the fact that everybody's mm. just been neglected for six months. And, you know, old people just haven't been looked after or that there's no medical or social care really in place. There's nothing to, to catch them anymore. Oh, and God, you just it right, just Jenny? goes, well, yeah, it just goes to immediately to a, a drama and a, you know, a huge problem because... Oh, I don't know whether anything could really have been done. You know, I mean, that brief brief history of it. My mum's 91. She's been looking after herself. She's incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she is disabled. She had polio when she was in her early 20s. And her leg over 
the lockdown has atrophied because she wasn't getting as much exercise. And um, basically, within a week, this is how fast it went, because she mm. has uh, a couple of really wonderful cleaners who come into her on a either a Monday or a Tuesday, and they visited last Tuesday. And, you mm. know, I got the report back, your mum's fine, very cheerful, all, you know, getting over her shingles. And, um, I mean, in the space... She's had shingles. Of... She's had shingles. Yes, she's, yeah, yes <gasps> as well, yes. That doesn't help. I know, but it's, a, it's a, about her third attack of shingles. I'm really mm. sorry if this gets a bit, a bit medical, everybody. Now, cut to no, the chase. No, come on, Jenny, this is... this is, And it's happening to a lot of people, so, yeah. Yeah, on. it is, it is. And I'm so, anyway, she just started falling, and she she's quite deceitful my mum she's a, she's quite sly but she, she was meant to be going on holiday to see an old army friend she was going in a taxi yeah uh, from lancashire to to wiltshire uh, oh, that's a, a you know, i know it's a ma it's a big old treat for her and so she just kept quiet she kept falling she kept getting up she kept wiping the floor down there's blood all over the place oh and no. then she had a massive fall outside the house and the paramedics came now when the paramedics came in they didn't take her to hospital, which they wanted to, and she said no, she wouldn't go. She also right. gave her next of kin as my auntie Eileen, who's 94 and registered blind. So, you know, what's she going to do? She was protecting you. Yeah, I she, mean, well, she, no, you she, was, she was protecting her holiday. She well, wanted, <laughs> you know, she wanted to go on this bloody yeah, holiday. I know what's going to happen. Those two bloody girls are going to come up the motorway and... I'm going to say, you yeah, can't go. Yeah, well, yeah. Guess what happened? We, we Well, all three of us came up because Phoebe came too. And... Oh. Uh, my sister, I mean, this is where you need an older sister, even though my sister's driven me mad, obviously, because you don't know what it's like to have an older sister, Judith. So he, you have become older, middle and younger sister all rolled into yes, one. Yes, a special of sort of monster. A monster, <laughs> all those roles. monster. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. You know, as soon as I'm middle child, but so is our Sarah, me. And of course, you know, the other morning she told me how to run a bath. What, your sister did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell because so, she knows best jenny what do you yeah, know about anything nothing I, I just thought i've done this before <laughs> you know considering i'm a pisces and i'm a person who likes two baths a day don't write in don't say anything it's for my mental health okay and um anyway but thank god she's really capable and she's doing all the paperwork and all this kind oh of my stuff god, but jenny that is that came, is a lifesaver what do you is do she? it took us three of us to look after June until she went into a nursing home yesterday. Three of us on a sort of rotor basis. We, oh, I couldn't gosh. have done it by myself. So what does she actually need doing at the minute? Well, obviously, she's, go on, sorry. She's she's very weak. She can't really pull herself up in bed. She can't oh, really stand very goodness. easily. Um, you know, she needs help getting her caliper on. She needs help getting dressed. She needs help showering. Um, she's very confused as well, and we need to get to the bottom of all that. And, you know, that is the, the big worry, is that, you know, will the confusion clear or... It's it's yeah. not... It's, I mean, I've got one funny story about this, which I'll tell you, and then we'll move on. Um, so... This um, stroke specialist, because my mum thinks she might have had a, what, you know, a, as she said, a teeny tiny stroke, darling, a teeny <laughs> tiny stroke. Um, yeah, I thought, oh, yeah. Him. Anyway, yeah. we're talking to this stroke specialist on the mm. phone because mm. you do everything on the phone these days, don't you? And um, he's sort of saying, do you know, is she forgetful? And I'm saying, well, it's really odd because sometimes she's really forgetful and sometimes she's really coherent and, you know, her vocabulary is really kind of um, sophisticated. It's like mm. um, 
She was looking out of the, so I said, you know, it's a, a combination of very sophisticated and on all of a sudden just complete doesn't know what day it is. I said, so she was looking out of the window the other day and she pointed out of the window and she went, uh, oh, Japanese anemones. And the stroke specialist said, ah, so she's seeing things. I said, no, <laughs> Japanese anemones. And he said, ah, oh, so she's seeing, seeing the enemy, she's seeing soldiers. Oh, God, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. And how God. easily you could get bloody misdiagnosed yeah, yeah. because somebody's hey, misheard you. Hey, back up, back up, back oh up. Oh, my God. She's not got a load of sort of, you know, oh, dear. <laughs> Especially with my, my dad's military history thrown yeah. into that mix. You yeah, know, we don't need all that. God almighty. So, um, and she knows that she knows a, Jap- a Japanese anemone still. Is it? <laughs> oh, I mean, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's. A, it's. Yeah. That. It's that sort of. Did your mum confusion. do that? Oh, she did. She did. She'd be. I mean, like, like she had vascular dementia, and you know, physically she was quite tough, really. But um, yeah, she would get sort of. She'd stop, but. It was very uh, inconsistent. I mean, the thing is, I suppose when dementia is diagnosed, it is quite sort of clear, really. Mm. And what, it's you, not the really penny drops and you think, oh, this is why she's been like this for yeah. about the last. And it's not. It's a great deal more than forgetfulness. And and, and and you know, I mean, she was starting to put her kind of underwear in the kind of cupboards in the kitchen and go to putting cash in weird places. You know, it was it was very tough. But then there would be, as everyone says, you know, sort of the old gene would be there. And I think when both my mum and my dad were really, really ill, there were times during that terrible period when you were kind of, you know, in the trench together and we had some lovely conversations and some lovely times and actually you love her to death and I loved my parents to death and she loved, you know, and, and that, you know, just the way that, I mean, I, the way that you've all kind of said, okay, the, you know, real life just on the side, right? Let's all get in the car and let's go and sort it out. I know she, I know she wanted to go on that holiday, but it mm. must be a great comfort to her to have, particularly your older sister sorting out all oh, the kind of oh, she's admin. Oh, I mean, Jenny, that's amazing. Well. And you know, you have to start doing these forms and nobody will. Oh, God. It, it's all online now and it's oh, all, Jenny. oh, God. And it's Terrifying. 22 pages long and you've got to, you've not got to be. It's, it's apparently all designed so you go round in a great big circle and have to start again. I mean, I oh, think there's really it's incredibly complicated. But oh, anyway, Sarah's got that brilliant legal Good. brain. The other mad thing is that my brother, who's a criminal barrister, is doing this uh, really quite horrible trial in Stafford. So <laughs> he's coming up. He's driving a hundred miles afterwards and sleeping on the sitting room floor. And you know he's oh, seven foot three. And it's um, and then he has to set off at six o'clock in the morning to get to this horrible trial in Stafford. <laughs> this morning at six o'clock, he couldn't find his car keys. <laughs> so we were all up at the crack of oh, fucking God. dawn, God. and they were outside the block of flats. He dropped Never. them. And my sister, because she's you know. The older sister, she was out with her iPhone, she had the torch on, and she found them. Of course you know, she did. I was, I was still flailing around, tripping <laughs> over my night. <laughs> oh, oh well, good old Ben. And what, so what's Phoebe's sort of speciality in this? Oh, what's, what's she doing? Oh, Keeping you all cheerful. She is kind of referee. She's, um, you know, when my sister and I start snarling at each other, she kind mm. of steps in and goes, no, 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 that's, you can't do that. And also because, you know, my mother is so close to her 94-year-old sister, Phoebe yeah. has been looking after 
Eileen, who's been very weepy when people have been coming to assess June oh. and all this. And Eileen was here and she had to be taken away because she was very weepy. Oh. And um, it's it's just, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're going to have to take me it and sort of, you know, being strict with me and my sister and going shopping. And I mean, and that's yeah. what I mean. Just mm. this full time, full on thing. And, you know, me and my sister aren't particularly nice people. So we're not, <laughs> we're not even trained how to do this. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but you know, that you say that. Come on. She wouldn't want anybody else doing it. And it must be. Well, fun, she's you know, got it's... someone else doing now because we've, we've put her in the nursing home because, yeah. you know, we can't stay here forever. There's really not space. I mean, Phoebe, was, uh, Phoebe and I sharing a, a bedroom and my sister was in with June. Mm. And then Ben has been on the sitting room floor. But she's not safe here. She's no, just not no. safe. And no. we don't know what medication she should be on or what, you know, what is really going on. Mm. So she's gone to the home where my father spent the last four years of his life and they are, will keep her safe for Good. the next four weeks until we decide. And then we'll get a, a package of care involved and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's just a process. And because of COVID, I mean, fucking COVID, it really mm. has made life so difficult, hasn't it? And the worst thing is, Judith, when we dropped Mara off at the home yesterday, we couldn't mm. go in. Oh, my God, Jenny. It was like a terrible oh 1950s goodness. boarding school scenario. <gasps> where All those know, awful parents, things yeah. where they had those beds outside and, you know, what did they call the, that ter tuberculosis TB ward where nobody was allowed to visit in, in the, you know... Well, my mum already had a, a stint in one of those. The isolation wards, when she had polio, she was she? stuck oh. in one in Blackpool for oh, four Jenny. months. Now, yeah. that scene where you must have said goodbye and not be able to see her room and get her chair in the right place and make no. sure you could open the window. Oh, my God. That is I know. horrendous. It's, it's, I, I think that you don't think about it until it actually <sighs> hits home and, and it's, and it's hit home quite hard very oh, quickly yes and the i just want to say for everybody who's going through this kind of shit for all the carers and the mm. people who are looking after their parents i don't know how you do it. i really take my hat off to you uh you know you need an utter selfishness and a, a complete patience yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh oh jenny listen we're all with you okay. and you know so it's, cheer me up wish yeah, you, okay. I, I, one I last will. thing i will i will <laughs> one Go last on. thing this is when uh you know my mum getting a bit confused about what things what things did um you know what they were for and she said so so this is my walking stick why is it not walking <laughs> <laughs> was she being funny no, a little bit <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where, where you go, oh, it's quite a good joke, but I'm not sure. <laughs> she meant she it as a joke. You know, uh, anyway, and then she did really have, she was rolling around laughing at that. <sighs> was she? Yeah. Well, yeah, and when, well, they, when they came to test her, well, just ask some questions. We've had paramedics and we've had doctors and all this kind of thing. Mm. And um, she, I don't, did your mum ever do this? She really performed for the doctors. Oh, all the time, all the time. Switched it on, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly you'd think, well, hold on a minute. That that's where she come from. Oh, yeah. whoops. My, my mother yeah. spoke very well indeed. <laughs> she, she was speaking like that. She, she said, "Well, one always <laughs> thinks. One always thinks if one doesn't use it, <laughs> one loses it." Of course, it has become rather onerous of late. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh, hark at you, onerous." 
And she said, of course, the caliper has become irksome. <laughs> and then they said, so what year is it, June? She said, 2021. <laughs> the confidence and the sort of smirking at them as if to oh, say, well, dear. I think I've got you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit right. ahead of I'm a bit ahead of you. <laughs> like three months ahead. Oh, and oh. yet, and yet. Yeah. Um, tell yeah. me about your holiday. Tell me about your holiday. Well, yes, because this is a very you're you're up north uh, at your mum's, and I'm yeah. actually in West Wales. We're in... like international. We're like international celebrities. Oh yes, outside broadcasts <laughs> we're doing today. Um, yes, I'm in West Wales. Although you could take the S out quite easily <laughs> um, because it is fucking wet Wales. It really is. Is it raining, so, Judith? Is it raining it's as we speak? Raining. It's raining. It, it's kind of drizzling. It's yeah. you know. And there's a steady, yeah, there's a steady drizzle, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I know because I do occasionally go to Wales, and I do know that that is its kind of, that's its weather. It's why it's so green. It I mean, you know, there's, exactly. there's kind of pros and cons. Have you managed yeah. to get to a beach? Yeah. We have, you know, yesterday, well, with two beaches and, you know, we're in this, this, um, it's a fantastic place. It's a really large house that we've been lucky enough to get after the yeah. French thing was, was, um, you know, it was cancelled. And I think to be honest with what's happening with COVID, it's kind of, you know, it's probably the last time we'll see everybody before Christmas. Wouldn't be surprised anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, so we feel very, very fortunate and it's a great, it's a great, house, very, very remote. And it's, um, you know, despite the fact that. that yeah, but the Wi-Fi is working. The wife, I, I know. How about that? I think um, has it got a telly? Bless, it's oh, it's got the it's got the smallest television you've ever seen, yeah. and we can't get it going. I mean, so you know, we just Wales. it's no, board not, games, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's board oh. games from beginning to end, and yeah. and but they've got a pool table as well. It, I mean, it's great. It's got loads of stuff going for it. Anyway, we went to the seaside yesterday. Which we were all quite excited about, despite the weather. And uh, yeah, we went to a little place called New Key. I don't, you, I don't know, you might have even been there. It's where Dylan Thomas lived. I've in heard a sort of it, and I don't it, think I've actually ever been. Never. It, it, oh, it's gorgeous. It's like a little bit of Cornwall. It's got all those lovely kind of terraced little houses around these harbours. It's like a little bit of Cornwall without the yes. sunshine. <laughs> it's, well, well, yeah. Um, but with all these beautiful different coloured houses and some great fish and chip shops. And it, but listen to this, yeah. it's, it is the biggest, um, it's the most common place in the UK where you can see dolphins, right? Oh. And, and often you can see them from the pier, from the harbour. So we were very excited about this. Um, no, no dolphins uh, visible from the pier, so we booked ourselves a boat trip. You fools! <laughs> you utter fools! I can finish this story for you if you want. Ah, Judith, yes, well. did you see a dolphin? God, we didn't <laughs> see a dolphin! We did how not many see hours? one dolphin! How, well, it how was many only, hours? Well, it was only an hour and a half, but the trouble is, there was a little break in the clouds when we got out of the car right at the top of the, the hill, you know, because obviously we, we had to go in the overflow car park. So we didn't really take our wet stuff, you know. So oh. you know where this is heading as well, don't you? Yeah. It was all right when we it was looking a bit drizzly when we got on the boat. Got steadily worse. Yeah, yeah. And out at sea. Yeah. yeah, out at sea. Quite rough as well. It was quite rough. In a squall. Yeah, yeah. And we got wetter and wetter and wetter, and the seats got wetter. Do you know what I mean? It's like everything yeah. was wet. Mike had only got a t-shirt on. <gasps> and, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, we got wet. I can't but worse bear than that. It. Worse than that, because of social bloody distancing, yeah. we were allocated our spots on the boat. And we, well, initially, we thought, this is great. We're at the back. We will see all the dolphins. We'll get the best view of the dolphins. And, of course, we were not undercover. So we got no. absolutely drenched. <laughs> and 
God, the misery. Do you see oh, what I miserable. mean by COVID spoiling yes. fucking everything? It does. It, you, you, you're absolutely right. Even it does. Dolphin little by little, trip. it does. Yeah. So anyway, so so it was so bad. The lack of dolphins was so bad that they resorted to the script. I should think, which they have to bring out on really bad days, where where, where they they were describing the boys. <laughs> Say, well, oh. this boy has got two metal arrows. And, blah, blah, blah. and then they took us round this very bumpy bit of cove past some caves. Oh. And we were all thinking, you know, for fuck's sake, just turn around and get us back. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they said they got some, they, somebody incited a seal baby, right? Yeah. And so they got to this cove. And it, I mean, we weren't close to it, so you couldn't see anything. And it was honestly like somebody had chucked a white rug down. I think they had. And they said, yeah. well, there's it, you know, it's the baby seal and it's only six days old and, you know, it's it's a bundle of fluff and everything. And we said, well, where's the mother? Well, we don't often see the mothers, you know. So there weren't even any seals either. It was well, a- you know what, Judith? They're a funny species, the seal. Mm-mm. I did a voiceover. Like you know. Well, well go on. Uh, well, no, I do a bit, but I can't remember it very clearly. I did a voiceover for a, uh, a documentary kind of wildlifey animal programme once. And the mother seals are very hard. They're very hard. They abandon their young to sort of get on with it. And the daddy seals are vicious. They're nasty pieces of work. They're like the worst men fighting in car parks. (laughs) They really are. I mean, you know, I used to think, ah, seals, they're so cute. And look at seals now. I think... Nah, you know, you're not all that. I'm not that fond. <laughs> Gosh, so the mums go off kind of buying handbags and doing yeah, what they want yeah, to do they, and leave yeah, the, the, the men mums, in charge. Yeah. They, they the return to, go, to resume to their own lives as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and the children really have to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then the dads just sort of, we do that chest beating thing and then they just sort of uh, waddle up to each other and bash <laughs> each other in the chest. You know, like really common men in car parks. I'm sorry, I'm going to say, I can say what I like today. Really common men. Oh... <laughs> Yeah, well, that sounds like quite fun, doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> it would have been fun to see any sort yeah, of seal. Yeah, some fighting apart from seals. This... Yeah, that's what you missed out And then, on. so anyway, we got back to the, we finally got back to the quay. And we got in a queue, which a lot of other people were getting into, you know, to the quay first, all getting off drenched. So it were ages bobbing about waiting for that. By the time we got back to the fish and chip shops. Oh, no. Yes! Oh, no, they have an early lunch in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's really cool. all over by three, isn't it? Oh, everything's all... Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. It's, it's, what it's time just, did they shut? <laughs> well, we, I think we just got there in time to order some takeaways. But, of course, uh, everywhere where you could go and eat them inside were gone. Yeah. So we ended up walking up the town back to the car and <laughs> eating them on the bonnet. So we all we all had fish and chips on the bonnet. We were all so sopping where we were just, you know... Uh, so yes, I mean it's a typical UK sort of summer holiday, yeah, really. Yeah. Isn't it? You should it? have been in France. You should have been sort of, you know, under a vineyard, oh, I know. Uh, I in, know. In drinking rosé and uh, eating <sighs> cheese. But it's been, but actually, funnily enough, I think, kind of because expectations were quite sort of low and low. managed. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, we, yeah. Um, when, you know when you were driving to the place, were you getting mm. really trepidatious? Were you thinking, oh God, what if it's not a shithole? Well, of course I was, of course I was. <laughs> but also worse than that, I was kind of dreading them all arriving because obviously you've got the girls. Yeah, it's your fault. Here. You picked this Yeah, place. it's like, oh, what are we doing here? You know, oh yeah, my God. Yeah. It's, it's starting to creep in. We're Wednesday, aren't we? And yeah. we're here until Sunday in theory. But I just, I just there's, there's signs. I would say there are signs of people sort of bailing out a bit early. Just the, bailing just out the, the weekend of, back in yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The kids. Because... And the other thing is, is they're all regressed, I think, to sort of being inert and 
So you've got you know, the two girls with their partners with yeah, you. Yeah, and the, yeah. And I, I think what, what shocks me is that how... Well, first of all, how much they drink. They're thinking, I'm so bloody late. Judith, anybody who drinks shocks you. I mean, well, you're just not used to people drinking. I'm not. I'm not. You see, it is see. their holidays. Well, that's true. And they do all work very hard. But bloody hell, they get up late. They're not interested in much fresh air, as far no, as I can no, see. No, no, no. Did you see the photograph of yours truly um, with her mouth around a great big leg, leg of lamb by any chance yeah. on the, on the, I on the gang I notice board? I didn't recognise the meat. I wasn't sure what it was. I just knew it was a, a great big bone. I thought it could be a horse. I didn't know what it might be. It <laughs> well, was I went massive. To the, I went to the butcher. It was a great butcher in the local town. Yeah. And um, I thought, well, you know, a leg of lamb. Whales, Welsh, lamb. Yeah. You know, and greedy. Very, very greedy individuals in this house, as you will you will probably oh, imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was said to the butcher, there's eight of us. There's not six of us. There's six? Yeah. So I you made up two of... imaginary yeah. guests just so you'd have enough? Yeah. And I said, he said, are you greedy? I said, yeah, we are quite greedy. So when, I don't think I've ever seen a, a leg of lamb that, that's, that was quite so big. In fact, I think it might have been like the top and the bottom of the leg. Sorry, vegetarians. It was quite difficult to fit in the oven and it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. But I do have um, a track record of gnawing on bones in the close flat, you know, in the privacy of my own, in my own home. So yeah. I did gnaw on it. And James took a photograph of me with my gob round this thing. Anyway, very funny photograph, although, you know, not very, it doesn't reflect very well on me to say the least. But we had so many funny um Reactions on the notice board. Did you see the one from Frances Churchill? That's my <laughs> friend, beautiful Frances. Oh, is it? Do you know yes. what she said? There was a picture what? of me with this great big bone. And she said, is, brackets, was that Mike? Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Mike hasn't got as much meat on him. No, I mean, isn't. you know, I'm, honestly, yeah. I don't know where he puts it, that man. Anyway, I'm never feeding you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go down the butcher and say, oh, look, there's 12 of us. There's not, there's just four. They're just incredibly greedy. I don't know what's wrong with them. Um, <laughs> so, do you know, actually, I did have one lovely incident up here that was like a beacon of joy uh, in amongst everything else. Yeah. It's been incredibly difficult. Um, so... Uh, we've had to take it in turns to get breaths of fresh air. So anyway, it was mine and Phoebe's turn. So we went out for a little walk. My mum lives in Lytham, which has a windmill. And we were just going to go for a walk around the windmill. And uh, so we were just there approaching the windmill. And suddenly this woman came running at me, running with long blonde hair, flowing like a mane in the wind. And I suddenly just thought, this woman is incredibly familiar. How familiar is this woman? She's, I know this woman. Yeah. And it was my old friend Jane Davy, from oh. first from primary school and then from secondary school, that uh, used to keep Belgian hairs. And she's a really good artist. And, um, well, I don't think she'll mind anybody knowing because it happened. Um, she got pregnant in the sixth form and, and had two kids when she was very young. Stylish. So, uh, yeah, she she looks great on it. And, um, you know, we had a... And, and we managed to meet up the next day just for... Well, it was meant to be half an hour, but when I looked at my watch, <laughs> I'd been gone quite a while. Um, you know, I just played hooky for a bit. And, um, oh, but how nice that she yeah. recognised you and came up From to you. From a distance, oh, she'd been driving. Her partner had been driving past Lytham Green. Yeah. And she looked out of the window and said, that's Jenny and Phoebe. 
and made him stop the car and she began to gallop like a pony over the green towards did me. Did she? It was lovely. Oh, that's yeah. so... Uh, did you have lots to talk about? Oh, yeah, it was just... It was really, really wonderful. It was really... Uh, yeah, it was... God, it's really funny coming home as well because, I mean, I did a lot of my growing up here. Mm. Uh, not quite in this... Um, in this exact area, not in Lytham. We used to live in a place called Anstall, which no one's ever heard of because it's between Lytham and St Anne's and doesn't really warrant a name of its own. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's gone... Kind of, you know when you were saying the other week how your visit to Hexham surprised you and how Swish up north mm. had gone? Mm. Mm. Same's happened with Lytham. Has it? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they're not so much cruise wear around now because it's gone a bit chilly. But um, this sort of... There's this place called Granny's Bay where literally you do take your granny in a wheelchair um, <laughs> and they've kind of just really kitted it out there's this new path and it's loads of people cycling and jogging oh, there's wow. a lot of fucking Nordic poles here Judith there's a lot oh, of fucking Nordic poles I bet there are yeah, aka think... walking sticks <laughs> we'll have some emails Nordic. from that we will Nordic poles indeed so Good what's idea. your plan we'll for there. today I think we might I think we might have to resort to the National Wall Centre, which is, you know... Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it'll either be so terrible it'll be funny or it'll be... But I thought you were quite near the Botanical Gardens. Have you done them? No. Which, which, no. Well, botanical I, I gardens. think there's some botanical gardens within an hour or so of where you are if you're in West Wales. Oh. And nobody's like, nobody's going to give a toss about the botanical gardens. Oh, I love house. a botanical garden, Well, maybe me Judith. and Mike. Me and Mike. Mike and I might do that with, with, with the dog. Might I do mean, that. Get away from them. That's it. I don't think idea. it's quite cute. Hey, how's Poppy enjoying it? Does she like the countryside? Poppy, well, she's, she lives in the she's countryside. just total wuss, Jenny. Oh, she's she? A, she, yeah. yeah she, she's got, she's turned into the sort of dog she's that scared. I'm ashamed of. She is like an absolute town dog. Yeah. Because she's all right on the lawn, but the moment you get past the lawn onto the wet grass, she just won't go. She just she just gets herself sopping wet with all her fur. She's terrible wuss. Sits and shivers. Say, oh. come, come on, Poppy. Poppy, come for a walk. Come on, Poppy. We ended up carrying her yesterday. She's <laughs> a little madam. Little madam. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about the weather. There's nothing can be done. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope you have a lovely day and I hope you find something fun to do indoors. Thank you. Sure um, so we've had some great, had some great emails. Um, did you see the one from the mum and daughter okay. uh, who were both into older and wider? Tilly, 25 and a half, emailed us and she listens a baby, to... baby, a baby. I well, I think she might actually be the youngest listener, don't you? Well, we'll have to throw that open to the listeners. Shall we? Yes. Okay. We're not, there's oh. no problem. So, you know, don't think about <laughs> cheating. We're not going to, you know. And she listens with her mum, Nikki, who's just had her 56th birthday and she wanted us to wish her a happy birthday belatedly. But she sent us a photo of her mum, Nikki, who was inspired, would you believe? I never thought I'd hear myself say this. She was inspired by me admiring someone's little tattoo on their ear to have a tattoo on her ear. Yeah, and I it, saw and she the photo. It, doesn't it look nice? It actually yeah, she, looks it's really, a really, really neat nice. little design. It's just tucked into her ear. Because yeah. I always thought, I forgot an ear tattoo can be sort of on the inside harder bit on, of your ear rather than on the fleshy lobe. Yes, I know. That, definitely not on the lobe because she's also got some nice earrings, I think. But yes, rather stylish. Maybe this should, yes. She's I think got gothic. highly decorated ears, in fact. She, she's got she, tattoos, earrings. <laughs> she, look, she looks lovely. Nice grey hair, obviously rather nicely styled. So that, yes, yeah, so, so that would be 
proud to have her as a listener. Some of the riffraff, you know, we don't talk about. But um, this is a lovely one. Uh, it's about, oh, they, they thought there might be a job opportunity for us, Judith, but I don't think there is. Uh, Jenny and Jane have left Woman's Hour and they're looking for two new hosts. Well, they've got them now, it's too late. But a lovely listener, uh, Ellen, who's 54 and three quarters, said it should be you and me. So Keep it with all the J's. Get the BBC to say yes. We couldn't get the BBC to say yes. They, they said no. We tried. Uh, <laughs> Such a missed opportunity. They'll regret it. They'll regret yeah. it. Oh, We'd have enjoyed that. Well, We're we turning kind of off in our droves. It. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. This one I'm going to finish off with now because I've really got to go and do some mm. stuff. Um, and it is um, from a listener who, this came in actually, I think, it came in before everything sort of went tits up here in Lytham. So this is very pertinent. It's from Sue. She's 55 and a quarter. And um, this really, really hit home for me uh, because it really resonates with what I'm going through at the moment. Uh, Only this woman is doing more than I could possibly. Hi both. Every weekend I drive two hours to my mum's as I'm now her main carer, a role I am hopelessly unqualified for, but fumble my way through. She was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in May 19, a couple of months after my dad had died from it. During the week, she has carers from a care company to help her, but there are many things that they can't do. So each Saturday, generally, I leave home at 7am to arrive at hers for 9. I'm never quite sure how the day will pan out or what I will encounter whilst there, but I always have to remember that this vulnerable and sometimes totally bemused little old lady is a still my mum and b was a highly intelligent woman who raised a family worked in a senior role within the civil service and traveled the world now the fact that she can't always tell the difference between a vest and a t-shirt so is apt to go out in rather unconventional clothing good for her gets muddled between the tv remote control and the telephone Mm -hmm. making answer on the telephone yes or operating the tv no (laughs) No, I have. You haven't. Sometimes I've been talking to my mum on the phone, though, and I've said, turn the television off, and she's put the phone down. Um, and she, she might this, have done that on purpose, mind you. Yeah, but yeah. go on. Uh, yeah, she'd rather watch the telly than listen to me going on and on and on. Uh, and her mum leaves empty jugs, glasses, mugs all over the garden, and she forgets... Um, she was using them to put flowers in. Doesn't change who she really is. She's stoical, kind, generally cheerful often saying that she sits and thinks about how lucky she is to have all the help she has. It's an, she's an oh, inspiration to me. Absolutely. And um, she says, Sue says that when I leave hers, I usually have to drive for 10 minutes in silence, sometimes pulling over into lay-by to have a little cry, the emotions of the day, the enormity of the situation, the unknown that's in front of us, and the feelings of I should have done it better today are often overwhelming. Then I put on an episode of Older and Wider and laugh my way through the next hour of the journey. Thank you both so much. You're my sanity and my route back from Alzheimer's. Well, I wish there was a route back from Alzheimer's and all Mm -hmm. those, you know, old person ailments that I think a lot of us are having to uh, step in and try and help out with at the moment. Uh, Best of luck, anybody who is in the same boat. I think there's a great, great many of us. Um, and I think some people will be struggling much more than I am. So lots of love to you all. Yeah, and, and Judith. very much to you, Jenny and uh, and Sarah and Phoebe and Ben. And 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 say hi to June and tell her that the gang are you know actually we really we're really watching how things. <laughs> oh are God! Really don't confuse her anymore. Podcast. <laughs> well, how am I going to get that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for everyone's best wishes, and we'll be back with you very soon. Take care. Okay. All. Yeah, lots of love, Jenny. Bye. Bye. Bye.